Imagine if medicine actually looked at you as a whole, opposed to looking at you as a bunch of separate systems. Dive into Integrative Wellness Radio with Dr. Nick and Dr. Nicole to learn more about the top trends in integrative medicine, to learn about what the limitations are with testing and what you can do to start your health journey. everyone. Welcome to Integrative Wellness Radio. Today we are your hosts. Um, my name is Valerie LaBarbera and I'm the Client Services Director at Integrative Wellness Group. And I am joining her, Dr. Nick Carruthers. I'm one of the head physicians here at Integrative Wellness Group. And today we're going to talk about moving out of a toxic relationship with yourself. There's a lot of stress in the world right now, and a lot of people have a lot of that stress coming internally uh, through negative self-talk, through negative actions, or a lack of taking action. So Val, starting right off the bat, what does moving out of a toxic relationship mean to you? A lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) It means, first and foremost, um, I would say, just like you said, the negative self-talk. We don't realize that we have a constant you know, conversation going on in our heads from the moment we wake up to the moment we go go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So for me, that has been my biggest hurdle is becoming aware of that negative self-talk because there's a lot of toxic conversations that were going on in my head for many years, serving no purpose but to just bring me down, tear me down, and there was no constructive moving forward from that. Yep. A hundred percent. And, you know, when we're, when we're really diving into understanding, uh, why we even have toxic relationships in the first thing is it's, it's really understanding that nothing in life is just bad and nothing is just good. And when we're striving to live a one-sided life, we're always going to attract the other side to maintain equanimity and keep balance, uh, not only actually in our own lives, but with, within the world, within the universe. Mm-hmm. So when we look at having a toxic relationship and, you know, we can start with that negative, uh, negative talk, uh, especially negative self-talk is, uh, first and foremost, just understanding, you know, why we have it. And the foundation of all negative self-talk is really a feedback mechanism. Uh, when we look through the eyes of science, uh, all feedback mechanisms come through both a positive and a negative feedback. So when we have this negative feedback coming in the form of negative self-talk, uh, it's always the question is, you know, why? Why are we doing this? Because we're doing this to serve a purpose. And that's one of the things I think that most people don't realize that, you know, we look and we judge things for only being negative. But as soon as we can increase our awareness and consciousness to be able to see that everything serves a purpose and we can use those purposes to serve ourselves, um, we don't have to be a victim of our negative self-talk and we can use it to grow and to actually start serving ourselves out of that toxic relationship into truly serving ourselves. So when we look at the negative self-talk and we understand that energy is always in balance, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. So what would be the opposite of uh, kind of negative self-talk? Building yourself back up. You know, being an advocate, a loving advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be a balance of, and I know just going back to the negative self-talk, speaking for myself it was trying to protect myself but what I was only doing was hindering myself from stepping past the negative self-talk bringing some loving positive feedback to myself to then help me grow so and that that becomes such a long process Mm -hmm. 
And because you're always taking one step forward, taking two steps back, you know, you're, you're going in the positive direction, but then we have to go back and deal with the more negative self-talk that's there, then kind of pushing through and against that and becoming positive again. Mm -hmm. And then life hits us in the face and, you know, we get knocked down and then it's two or three or four steps backwards. So really, I mean, what we're offering today is to be able to, to look through and listen Uh, to be able to gain these gems so we don't have to get knocked down so many times and that the actual transition from moving out of the toxic relationship into a loving relationship with yourself can have so much more flow to it. So just as what you said is, you know, you were going through negative and then kind of building yourself up. So the reason if we if we twist that around, the negative self-talk was actually there because it was needed to break yourself down. And this is if you, if you don't have a pen and paper already, you might want to grab one because this is where the, it starts getting juicy. Um, we need to break ourselves down when we're living a fantasy. And when I say we're living a fantasy, that fantasy is constructed mentally. So when we have an idea of how life is supposed to be, hence a fantasy, and it is not congruent with that, then we're going to build ourselves down and create a toxic relationship with ourselves, And we need that to happen to be able to break away from that fantasy because hence going back, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. If we're creating a fantasy, really fantasies are the drivers and creators, creators of our nightmares. Mm-hmm. So the nightmare ends up being our relationship with ourself, which can be a little scary. Yeah. So just understanding that alone uh, gives us a foundation to be able to what to work upon because it really, we don't have to work on, and this is from integrative medicine, from everything that we do here, so many people will come in with tons of symptoms and we'll talk about hormones, we'll talk about all these things, but it's like you can't make a long-lasting true change unless you change the foundation of what created all of the symptoms. So it's like, you know, people will come in like, my hormones are off, we need to fix my hormones. I'm like, But if we look at hormones, hormones are created by what? An organ system. So if your organ system is not functioning properly, it's going to create hormones that are quote unquote out of balance. So if our emotions are out of balance, that comes back to the foundation of what creates your emotions are out of balance, which is our belief systems. Mm -hmm. So it always comes back to honestly our belief systems and to be able to use our beliefs to serve what's most important to us, our highest values. And that's what really connects us back to that fantasy is that we have a fantasy of what life's supposed to be like. And anytime that we have a fantasy, it's because our fantasy is not congruent with what's most important to us. And this is the thing of just, you know, it's still early on in the year setting goals. Most people honestly set goals and then they never look at them again. Um, or they're, they're never, um, objectively set so that they can be met and the reason that is is because they're not congruent with actually what's important to the person we're setting up goals that are important to family members are important to society and important to you know religious stipulations like all these different things but not ourselves and we need the negative feedback we need the toxicity in our life to be able to pretty much wake us up to be able to say hey we have to start serving me we have to start serving myself here and that is what's going to truly take us out of that toxic relationship into a loving relationship oh yeah i think what you just hit the nail on the head with saying you know understanding are we serving ourselves that just ties back to like what do you value in your life what do you value about yourself and taking the time to be like you said like focus is this 
within me or is this an external driver that's making me decide upon these values? And see, just speaking from personal experience of taking on the outside factors of what other people wanted to impose on my life of what they thought would be good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's what kind of spurred that toxic self-talk of, you know, putting myself in a position where I wasn't serving my top values and then having to face that toxicity in its face to then realize what really was important to me. What did I value? And then I had that foundation to say, this is what I value in life is, you know, my values were, you know, creativity, um, being able to help and serve others. And, you know, when I start to get, I got really, really specific with that. And from there, I started to realize, you know, that self-talk wasn't happening as much, like the negative Mm self-talk. Like I wasn't being as toxic to myself. I took the time to lovingly sit there, look at what I truly valued. And then is that occurring in my daily life? And if it's not, then I need to really take the time to configure how I'm really truly serving myself. And am I being, you know, loyal to those top values? A hundred percent. And and you started, I want to just make sure everybody heard that is Val started saying that she was taking advice from so many people and people don't give advice to, you know, create havoc and mm-hmm. chaos in Val's life or anybody's life. It's like, we're given advice to be able to try to help and to pass on and to love and to grow. But we have to understand is that people can only give advice based on what they know. Mm-hmm. And also most people are giving advice based on what's actually going to serve them, not necessarily what's going to serve the other person, because we all view the world, our life, everything through a lens. And that lens comes through what's most important to us. So if I'm giving advice to somebody uh, not understanding how human behavior truly works is the majority of the time I'm going to be giving them advice based on what I would be doing to serve myself. But understand that everybody has a different hierarchy of what's going to truly serve them. Then it's not until we understand that hierarchy, what's most important to us, our highest values versus, you know, what's most important to Val if I'm going to be giving her advice. I need to be giving advice to her highest values, not to my highest values, because otherwise she's going to go back. And even if she took action on that, she would go through that pain response, that negative feedback mechanism, still showing her that she's not serving herself. She'd be serving my highest values. And that, that is the, the love that's put out there. But unfortunately, uh, it's just not the true love because true love is understanding what's most important to, uh, the other person as well, not just ourselves. So getting into it, the easiest way to move out of a toxic relationship is to get crystal clear on your values. Agreed. So Val, (laughs) you talked a little bit about your values, um, but go and you don't have to go into extreme detail, but go into a couple of things you did to figure out, um, A, what's most important to you, your highest values, and then how that's um, pretty much change your life, how you set up your life, asking quality questions to serve those, mm-hmm. which is dictated taking, you know, quality action. So I'm going to also go back to the discussion you and I had where we outlined my top values as well, mm-hmm. because a lot of people can sit there and say, oh, three top values. I can, you know, bang those out. That's not a problem. I can name them. I went into that conversation with that same mindset. And I'll never forget. I was like, yep, these are the top three things I value. And you challenged me and you were like, no, you have to get more specific. And I didn't realize that, you know, there were still actually in some of my top values, 
some of the values of the individuals who were imposing their values on my life. I wasn't questioning it as much as I should have. So I had to sit there and think, you know, you know, we go through this, like, how do you spend most of your time? What do you spend most of your money on? Uh, you know, what are all the things, um, you know, that are important to you? And mm-hmm. then what you're doing though, is you're like, I remember I'm like breaking it down and I'm more than happy to share my top three values. So, um, for mine, it's self-discovery, confidence, and guidance. And there's an aspect of a lot of these that I have to like sit there every day and remind myself though, because by nature, you're going to your ego is going to kind of come into play and you're going to quickly say, I'm going to make this decision because my ego is telling me it's right. Or this person who's standing in front of me tells me it's right. And sometimes you have to pause a little bit and I have to integrate in my daily practice of like, am I still like discovering aspects of myself, you know, through this, um, you know, is this allowing me to be confident? Um, and then also with guidance, guidance was an interesting one, you know, that came back to, healing people teaching about guidance you know so it's not an easy thing once you figure out your values as well as implementing it because it takes a lot of practice and staying true to those things because by nature we can easily get distracted from what goes on around us and it takes a lot of patience and focus because at the end of the day i think that also leads into that relationship with ourselves 100 it takes time yeah, it's uh, most people today. I mean, we've been programmed that for every ill, there's a pill. Uh, we want a quick mm-hmm. fix. And when it comes to loving yourself, um, it's we get the choice every single moment in, in space and time uh, to either take advantage and love ourselves or to not. And mm-hmm. we'll always have that feedback mechanism showing us uh, if we are doing so appropriately or not. But yeah, really when it comes down to values, it's it's making sure that you're you're on your own mountain uh, because we can, life is work. Life is the only constant is change. So it's like we can put in all the work, but we might be working uh, through not our highest values. So we're going to get on top of that mountain, but just to realize that we weren't serving ourselves the entire trip. Mm-hmm. So that's exhausting. And that wastes a lot of energy. It wastes a lot of money and uh, it usually has adverse health effects as well. So the values is really making sure that you are spending all of that time, energy, money, and love on yourself because you are the most important person uh, in your life. And sometimes we forget that because you can't give anything um, that you don't have. And starting with love foremost is that we have to learn how to love ourselves so that we can actually give and share love to everyone else. And that's really where values comes in. Uh, if you've listened to anything I've ever said before, I've probably talked about values uh, a little bit with that. But like Val was saying is that, you know, it's it's not what you do, but how you do it. So you can come up with your three highest um, values, but they may be broad. So if we aim at something and it's a, a broad aim, it's very easy to miss the entire target. Um, but when we get really specific, um, it's aim small, miss small. Mm-hmm. And that was actually... Uh, a lesson that my middle brother taught me through shooting guns. Uh, he's in the Marines and years back we were shooting. I had two targets up first target. I hit the bullseye second target. I missed. And he goes, well, what are you aiming at? And I was like, well, the bullseye, duh. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, well, you hit one and miss the other. And he's like, you know, interesting fact that snipers, they aim at such a small area within the bullseye, even if they miss that uh, target that they're aiming at, they still hit the bullseye 100% of the time. Wow. 
So it's, you know, some people will say, you know, family is the most important thing to me. Uh, or some people will say, you know, work is the most important thing, or my dog is the most important thing. And not that those, um, aspects are wrong, but they may not be the most accurate. Mm -hmm. So pretty much you could look at life being everything is a tool. And all these tools are really um, mechanisms for us to be able to serve what's most important to us. So my highest value is understanding. So once I get that clarity of understanding, I could use a dog to help me understand. I could use um, a negative uh, attribute of, you know, my computer not working to help me understand, you know, help me understand patience. Uh, so <laughs> we can go through and use everything to do that. But if our highest value is just family, then you're decreasing um, really what, what you can do to serve yourself because you're only focusing on one of those tools instead of you know, being able to use multiple to tools to be able to serve what's most important to you. And just about that too, and maybe we can help, you know, the listeners get a little bit more specific because what stuck like what sticks out to me is when we say like getting specific like just how you had brought up family someone values family how can they get more specific from that like what's a great way that they can start to dilute that down and like mm -hmm. get really specific one of my favorite uh questions so the quality of your life is dictated by the quality of the questions you ask mm -hmm. so one of my favorite uh questions with that is you know what is it really giving you how is it feeling how is family filling you up and that's when you might get into Oh, it's protection or it's support or it's quality conversations. Um, it can be so many different things that what family is truly giving you. And you'll be able to know that that is a, a highest important thing because you're, you use other things to give you that same thing. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you ask those questions through, you're like, oh, wow, that's, I mean, it's pretty black and white um, that you're using five things that you thought were really important to you, but really those five things that are important to you are just tools that you use on a regular basis to give you what you truly desire uh, to fill yourself up. And what's interesting is when we look at our values and why I like using the words, uh, what fills you up or how to use that to fill yourself up is because your voids, what you perceive as missing is the driver of what creates your values, what's most important to you. So it's really our perception of what we perceive as missing is what becomes most important to us as what we wanna fill our life up with pretty beautiful I love that that's one of my favorite things because we always tend to also look at the voids in such a negative way as well when like you said there's no good or bad to it it's a tool mm -hmm. you know what is what is it showing you and I think people tend to overlook that at times yep so the next part I want to talk about moving out of a toxic relationship is it doesn't happen um I mean it can happen in instantaneously but it's usually baby <laughs> steps you know Rome wasn't built in a day um, my dad made a joke growing up is that you know how you eat an elephant one bite at a time <laughs> so it doesn't matter what we're trying to tackle just as long as we take baby steps we take one bite at a time we will get out of that toxic relationship and then um, it's really you know when you look at it toxicity uh, it's just you know gradients we were talking about you know um, shades of shades of toxicity versus shades of love uh, you kind of go through in that transition you're not even aware when you transfer over uh, one day you just you're like oh i'm not toxic anymore uh, which is pretty beautiful uh, place to wake up at so when we when we're doing that we all have a choice uh, to structure our day with either low productive actions or high productive actions and really you can think of it um, 
it's, it's how you want to invest in yourself. Um, because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Uh, we all have roughly the same amount of energy, give or take. Um, but really, energy is dependent on how much energy you're filling yourself up with. Uh, so if you're exhausted, it's because uh, you're doing a lot of things throughout the day that's not serving what's most important to you. And that's because we're serving low productive actions. And when we're, we've all had those days. Um, I still have them every once in a while. And we need those days, uh, kind of like that toxic relationship to be able to say, Hey, wake up. You're not taking action. Uh, that's really serving you. So what that means is we all have a hierarchy of actions. That's going to either build us up or break us down. It's really that simple. And things that are going to build us up the fastest are actions that are congruent with our highest values, specifically your top value. Your number one value is literally, um, I would say that follows the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% of everything that's going to serve you comes from your number one value, and then your second and your third uh, take up the rest of that other 20%. So it's really trying to serve your highest value the most um, throughout all aspects of the day, because when you're doing that, you're going to be filling yourself up. And when you fill yourself up, do you need motivation? No, because you, you're going to be inspired. And it's like if we're doing actions that we need to be externally motivated by, they're 100% a lower productive action, which means that they're connected to a lower value, something that's not really that important to us. So when we go through those days and, you know, our day is crazy and we did a million things and at the end we're exhausted and then, you know, we look back and like, I didn't even make any progress. I didn't even push the needle forward. That's spending a day on low productive actions, which drains us, which makes us frustrated, which makes us pissed off, which you fill in the blank. Uh, it's just not a fun feeling. Whereas we can literally do one or two things, kind of like Tim Ferriss, the four hour uh, week. It's even though I disagree with you have to work more than four hours. Um, <laughs> he works way more, more. Than, he works may, <laughs> way more than four hours um but i mean it's really about structuring your time structuring your day to serve yourself to get the most amount out of your time um and that is pretty brilliant because all we have to do is get clear on what's most important to us and then make sure that every single action that we do throughout the day is congruent with serving us oh yeah and i think uh it all starts off with how you start your day you know what I mean? And that's one thing I've um, started to implement was, you know, how am I going to start my day and plan out my day as well mm -hmm. and to best serve me? And to um, also, if it comes down to those down days, right, the day that you're having low productivity, you're not in your zone of genius. I like to call those reassessment days. <laughs> like, let's reassess. Let's let's take a step back. I like it. <laughs> But I mean, that's the, that is the constant of everything is constantly re changing. Everything's constantly remodeling. And I mean, we'll kind of start our wrap up with this is how can we use this information now to serve ourselves? And like Val said, uh, it starts, it starts by winning the morning, um, because that sets the standard for your day. And as Ray Dalio, um, if you guys don't know him, definitely look him up. He's a, a genius. Um, I love the book uh, called Principles that he's wrote. Um, 
it's a dry book. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's just a <laughs> shit ton of principles to live your life by. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's all structured. And that's the, the beautiful aspect of data is data gives us feedback. So, you know, if we have those low productive days, if we don't have data of what we did to create that low productive day uh, and those feelings of not being accomplished, then we have nothing to change. Uh, so a big part of it is uh, making sure that we have data points to be able to review, to be like, I had an awesome productive day. I filled myself up. You know, that's an effect. What was the cause? What were the things that I did to actually create that? And once we can actually have data on that, we can see throughout, you know, collecting for this first week and collecting for another week to be able to be able to review and be like, okay, so I had multiple good days and those good days I was all doing these things which were congruent and connected with my highest values. The days that I had bad days, the days where I was had a lot of negative self-talk, I was all doing not those actions, but different things. And then you can see that those things are connected to lower um, lower values, low productive actions. So a big part of um, taking yourself out of a toxic relationship is through collecting data. We have to see what you're doing. Is it building you up or is it breaking you down? So that is a start. Um, but then even kind of taking one step further is I always say winning the morning um, is really what sets the standard for the rest of our day. So if we lose the morning, it's all an uphill fight after that. Not saying we can't achieve it, um, but it's going to take a lot more energy uh, to come from a non-flow state into flow. So the easiest way to wake up and start flow in the morning is to actually structure your morning the night before. So at the night before, if we make a list of understanding your highest values, and that's where I like to do a lot of my uh, quote unquote data collection as well as the night before, you know, reviewing the day that you had, you can go through the wins, you can go through the losses, uh, go through and see where the wins were connected to, was it connected to serving your highest values, the losses, they're always going to be connected to serving lower values, lower productive actions. But then the next thing is to be able to say, okay, so now I'm going to structure tomorrow for a win, which starts in the morning. So what are the highest productive actions I can take tomorrow that's congruent with my highest values to give me the biggest return on my investment, on my energy, on my time. And once we can come up with those top two things, we then go to bed and we can let our unconscious mind go through and be creative and come up with all these other possibilities that we weren't even conscious with. So when we wake up, we're, our whole mind has been expanded throughout the entire night of sleep to focus on those highest two tasks that's going to give you the biggest return in life. Um, so if this doesn't excite you, um, maybe you should just uh, stop and <laughs> listen to a different podcast because this is really what changes, uh, changes you, changes me, change. Um, this is the work that I do day in and day out. And it's to be able to see uh, the progress and the change, it's pretty amazing, um, not only in clients' life, but also um, of course, I love my life more than anything. Mm -hmm. uh, so be able to take yourself. And yes, I have been in many toxic relationships with myself in the past. Um, and this is the best model that I've found so far uh, to be able to sustainably, um, A, not really avoid that, but not even have to deal with it. Because it's like we can focus on a problem or we can focus on solutions. And this is a growth mindset. This is a solution mindset. A growth mindset is always putting your energy into the toxicity, um, which drains more energy, where a growth mindset is a mindset that's going to be focusing on solutions where we never have to deal with the toxicity because we're always focusing on evolving and growing ourselves.
Boom. I love that. Yeah, no repeating patterns. And I think that's the best part to it is, you know, it's as simple as Dr. Nick said, take the time at, you know, at the end of the day, you know, do you give yourself, think of it as like your personal time. Like, you know, we can take all the time in the world to, you know, be a soundboard for our friends and our family. Like, let that be the time that you're being the soundboard for yourself and gather that data, get it together. And I've heard this before too, that if you also do that before bed, that it's going to help you get a more restful night's sleep because you're not storing and you're not holding on to that at the end of the day. You're having it be a release. You're being constructive with it. And then you're now like kind of leaving it at that day as well. Like you're starting the next day on a new note, on a more positive note as well. Amen to that. Yeah. So recapping really quick, you know, moving out of a toxic relationship with yourself, like we talked about, we don't focus on the problem, we focus on the solution. That primary solution is coming up with your highest values, getting crystal clear on that. Um, like I said, you know, some of the questions that I take people through is understanding, you know, where do you spend your time? Where do you spend your money? Things that really light you up, that you're inspired, that you love to do, that nobody has to ask you to do it. You're just constantly um, using your time to fill that up with. And there's many other amazing questions to be able to get more insight. And if you struggle with figuring out your highest values, um, you can always reach out to IWG. Uh, we and I take people um, through a process to be able to get crystal clear on your highest values and location does not matter. Uh, earlier today, I helped a person in California to be able to figure out their highest values. Um, so it's literally one of the favorite things I do because it is the foundation of empowerment. Um, you can't serve yourself until you know who thyself is. Um, so really it's getting crystal clear in your values and then structuring your day, uh, structuring your mind, uh, to be able to serve what is most important to you. Yeah. And just like Dr. Nick said, you know, we offer this on a virtual as well as in-person opportunity right now. Uh, we'll definitely have the information, you know, attached to this podcast. If you want to reach out with some more questions, we do have a great sales as well as front desk team who are more than happy to help out. So you can email us at info, I-N-F-O at integrativewellnessgroup.com. Um, if you are interested in, you know, also giving us a call, we're at 732-359-8263. We'll have all the information below. And, you know, I think it's time for 2021 to be the year of empowerment. Amen. Yeah. If you know somebody else uh, that could really use this information, please, you know, forward, share this um, podcast to them. It's really, we're, we're doing this to try to create a massive change in society and um, we need to move out of state of fear and really into a state of uh, first self-love um, so that we can give that love onto other people. So thank you for tuning in and next time we'll see you soon. Thank you guys. Have a great day. We thank you for being a listener and subscriber to Integrative Wellness Radio. If you're looking to learn more about Integrative Wellness Group as well as Dr. Nick or Dr. Nicole, you can check out integrativewellnessgroup.com.